name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. I'm your Carolina country boy, Apostle Robert Curry. Amen. Amen. Another day that the Lord has made, and you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, amen, praise God, for uh, joining us on our Rejoice radio broadcast. Amen. We hope in something that will be said to help you along your way and brighten up your day. Praise God as we uh, go along, amen. We want to share a powerful message with you today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That uh, hope that is going to inspire you, lift you up during these times right now, praise God. And this is called our uh, Pastor's Voice radio broadcast. Praise God. Our radio show is called. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to welcome you, amen, to our Pastor's Voice program. Amen. Today, our guest is none other than Pastor uh, Apostle Sherlock Padmore from the Crisis the Answers Ministries there in the Turks and Caicos Island. Amen. Praise God. We want to share this powerful message with you and praying that hoping something will be said to help you along your way and brighten up your day. Amen. Right now, we are turning it into your hands, Apostle Padmore. Well, I come to the joy and the privilege once again to come before you with the word of God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament, the 43rd chapter and verse number 2. Isaiah 43 and verse 2. It reads thus, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindled upon thee. Let us pray. Father, I thank you this morning for an awesome opportunity to speak to your people. I pray that the words that you have given me to minister to them will speak to the core of their being. I pray that you will place me in a, in a position to have a clear line from earth to glory and glory back to earth. Now speak like you alone can. We submit to your total authority. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. I want to speak to you on the, the subject. We will get through this storm. We will get through this storm. I want to talk about storms. Yes, you heard me right. Storms. See, storms are events or occurrences that all of us will either encounter or know someone who has or is encountering at this very moment. Storms, what a word, man of God. Did I just say storms? Yes, I did. You see, Webster describes storms as a disturbance of the atmosphere, usually marked by wind, snow, thunder, and lightning. Hold a minute. Are you for real? Disturbance in the atmosphere? Well, let's put it this way. Storms have been sent to turn your world upside down. That is why you will be going along enjoying life. And when you least expect, a disturbance in the atmosphere takes place. My brothers and sisters, there are some things in life that will hit you so hard until you have to question your very walk with God. And what hurts the most is when the storm hits you, it does so from someone or somewhere you least expect it. 
Have you ever gotten hit by a storm that literally knocked you off your feet? Is there anyone listening to me today that is ready to testify that once or twice you got hit so hard until you thought you would never get back up again? But there's another meaning to the word storm. It's an uproar or controversy that can have devastating effects. In my few years on this earth, I cannot remember running into anyone that sits around and says, Lord, send me a storm because my life is so boring and I'm tired of living on easy street. No, 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 that's not what I encounter. The people I've encountered always hated storms, but at the same time realize that storms are a part of our lives. Storms don't always give us notice that they are coming. In fact, truth be told, if we were informed of an impending storm, we would be so prepared it will never affect us. But that is not the real world we're living in. Those only happen in the movies and books that we read. There are several songs that speak about storms. Whether these songs are spiritual or secular, we all have heard and know that life has hit a whole lot of folks with their storms. You've heard Joanne Lagoon said, I've been in the storm too long. There's another song that goes like this, like a ship that's tossed and driven, battered by an angry wave. When the storms of life are raging and their fury falls on me, I wonder what I've done to make this race so hard to run. Then I say to my soul, take courage. The Lord will make a way somehow. Or maybe, or maybe you didn't hear that, but you've heard the one that says it seems like the storms have been forever. And your night of confusion has been oh so long. Your ship has lost anchor and the storms got you drifting. Just hold on to Jesus and ride out the storm. Or maybe you know the song that says the storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. And the old saints would say, hallelujah. Or maybe you don't know any of those because you are not a church person. You're not a religious person. You're not a safe person. So then you will know this one. It's been stormy weather since me and my baby has not been together. It's been stormy all the time and she's always on my mind. The, the truth is life is filled with storms and sooner or later a storm will rise in your life because you cannot evade what comes as a part of life but when it happens i want you to declare you will make it through this storm my brothers and sisters the old folks will say it this way you either just came out of a storm you're about to enter a storm or you are in a storm. Now, there are all kinds of storms. If you're broken, I mean broke, the bank account is in the red and you don't have no money coming in anywhere, that's a storm. If your health is failing you, that's a storm. If you're unemployed and not certain if you'll ever be re-employed, re that's a storm. If your mortgage is past due and the house can be repossessed, that's a storm. If your car payment is way past.
past due and you don't have money to pay it. That's a storm. If you have a case hanging over your head in court, that's a storm. If your marriage is in trouble, trust me, that's a storm. If your children are acting up, behaving different from the way you have taught them, that's a storm. Listen to me. Life is filled with storms. I'm sure, I'm sure you have heard of experiences of different types of storms. Now, there are folks that, that chase storms and we thank God for them, but I'm not anointed like that. But there are most of us who can always testify that we don't chase storms. Storms have a way of chasing us. May, may I give you this warning? Your location does not cause a storm to turn away from you. In fact, sometimes it is where you are that attracts the storm to you. Oh, God. Ah, listen to me. You must understand that businesses have to shut down. You, you hear what I'm saying? You must understand that some people are in a hospital right now, not because they want to be there. You must understand that there's some people on a ventilator, some people are at home quarantined because a storm found them where they were. Because storm has a way of finding you even when you don't want it to come to you. Let me explain that a bit. When you were just doing church, you never had storms to talk about. I mean, you come to church late, you leave early. If you felt like singing, you sang. If you felt like clapping your hands, you did or not. If you felt like praising, you praised. If you didn't feel like it, you just sat down. If you felt like dancing, you danced. If you didn't feel like dancing, no one could have done that to you. But the minute you decide that you're going all the way with Jesus, I'm going to get sold out to him. I'm committing my life to him. It seems like the storms of life has just unleashed all it had in store for you. Listen to me. I always know when I'm near a storm. And that is because Whenever I believe I'm in the perfect will of God, storms start coming after me. Now, 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 there's some folks that measure their success in life by how calm, cool, and collective things are. But there's some of us, we know we're in the smack middle of the will and purpose of God for our lives because of the storms we're going through. People think we are messing up. But it is a sign that we are doing what the Lord has called us to do. So, so here is my question to you right now. Is COVID-19 the storm? Or is it the fear of the unknown and the uncertainty of the future, the real storm? Because a whole lot of folks are saying that the COVID-19 is the storm. But I believe the uncertainty, the, 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 the place of not knowing what's going to happen next is a bigger storm than the actual disease itself. And with that in mind, I want to deal with a few things about storms. First of all, I want to tell you that storms come to test your preparedness. Yes, it comes to test how prepared you are. Because if life has always been smooth, 
you will never know what you're really made of. Mm. Now, now, I must warn you that preparation is not a guarantee that you will not be affected by the storm. Say that again, preacher. Preparation is not a guarantee that you will not be affected by the storm, but it can help you to cushion the effects of the storm. Mm. It, it, it allows you to find out how firm is your foundation. It allows you to find out if you're really made of all of that. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Now, now, while I was preparing this message, I looked at the news and, and I recognized that there were some states that suffered from a terrible tornado. You had states like Alabama and uh, Kentucky and Mississippi and, and, and Tennessee. And I, I looked at them and the, the, the morning or two after the report came in that there was devastation. There was death. Uh, uh, there were there were houses damaged, business damage, and, and it's happening while people are socially distancing and while people are trying to recover from the coronavirus. And, and while I listened to that, there was something that the authorities said that got my attention. The authorities said that we are thankful that despite all of this damage was done, at least we were able to warn the people in advance that the tornadoes were coming. So as much as people lost their lives and as much as businesses and homes were destroyed, had we not prepared, it would have been far worse. I need to tell somebody, preparation is not always a guarantee storms will not affect you, but it allows you to be able to cushion the effect of the storm. They lost, I think, 30-something people last count, but it could have been way more had they not prepared. So I believe that storms come to test your preparedness. God, help me this morning. Morning. Secondly, secondly, men and women of God, storms come to test your character. Mm -hmm. Simply put, how much pressure can you handle? Oh God, stay right here, preacher. I've said it before and I will say it again. When you look at a tea bag, it looks ordinary. It looks as if it can't do much. But the more you put hot water, oh God, Oh, Lord, on that tea bag, you put it in a cup and you pour hot water on it. It's the more the tea bag shows its true strength. I need to talk to the church of the living God because there's some of you right now, you didn't know you could handle all of this. And in fact, I want you to take some time and put this message up in your archives because further down the road, there can be some trying days ahead of you. And you got to be like the tea bag. The more the pressure comes, the more you stand up and show your true character. The more you show who you are and what you're made of. My brothers and sisters, this pandemic will show who are mature and who are childish. Yes, it will show who is advancing and who is going backwards. Because you got to understand me singing a song don't make me mature and me dancing don't 
don't make me mature. In fact, me preaching don't make me mature. But when I get under pressure, that's when I learn that my praise was for real. It makes me understand my worship was authentic. Yes, it makes me understand that my walk with God is grounded. Because when the storms of life hit you, you're not surrounded by people that can play the organs and people that can take you into the presence with praise and worship. And you're not surrounded by a preacher that is able to lay hands and rebuke. That's when you got to stand on the word of God. And unless you are mature and can handle this, some people will crumble under the pressure. Oh, Lord. I was looking the other day and, and, and I was told that there was a pastor that says if, if, if the government tried to stop him from preaching, they would either have to put him in prison or he'll be in the hospital. But he refused to stop holding church and he caught the virus and died. And four members of his family got the virus. And suddenly they realized this thing is for real. And, and they interviewed them and said, why did he do this? They said because he believed that if God didn't heal him on this side, God will heal him on that side. Now that's an interesting position to take. Here is my position. I will serve God wherever I am. Because the truth is Christianity, which came out of Judaism, was not really founded in a big building. It was founded, oh Lord, on the day of Pentecost. But the building of the church, as we know it, was in bottom houses, was in living rooms, was in kitchen. They were in small groups. That's how the church really built in the olden days to become what it is today. And so when the pressure is placed on you, and if you go to China and Indonesia and places in India and Pakistan, you'll recognize that underground church or churches in little homes is where it is at. And so we must be tested now to prove that we're really made of what the Lord put on us. I need to tell somebody you've been tested to see what kind of character you have. And you got to stand strong in this season. Mm. Thirdly, this is a very interesting thing about storms. They help to remove debris and unwanted stuff out of your life. Mm. God, let, let, me, let me say that a little slowly. Storms come to remove debris uh -huh, and unwanted stuff out of your life and know it hurts and in, it will cause some damage and some serious hurt but there's some things in your life you don't have the willpower to remove it by yourself but I can guarantee you this Sunday morning that after this pandemic this lockdown this storm is over <laughs> ah God you're gonna say thank you Lord for giving me the lockdown that you remove some people and some things out of my life haven't you realized since you've been in the lockdown there's some people that stop texting you and calling you uh -huh. they are the debris that need to go good god from zion i don't care some people might be mad with this but you take it to the lord in prayer you see when storms come there's some people that was there faking it pretending they had your best 
interest at heart, pretending they loved you, pretending they wanted the best for you. But since you're not in a place to be able to give them things and to do things for them, bushcrack man gone. Simply put, they disappear. But you gotta lift your hands and tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you for removing every Jones out of my life. Thank you for removing people and things that didn't mean me any good. I know you can't shout right now, but trust me, when you get through this, you will thank God for this tone. Oh Lord, somebody take a minute right now before the storm is even over and lift your hands and say, Lord, I thank you for removing everything out of my life that was not supposed to be there in the first place. Hear me, hear me, church. We got to push. Some storms are very, very interesting because they take on a life of their own. But saints of God, in all the storms I've seen, whether they were hurricanes, whether they were famine, whether they were unemployment, whether they were tornadoes, fires, floods, sickness, disease, or even death, I am happy to report to you that I've never seen any storm that is permanent. Say that again, preacher. I am happy to report to you that I've never seen any storm that is permanent. Mind you, while you're going through, it looks like this thing will never end. While you're going through, it feels as if my life is over. But I am certain of this one thing. Storms always come to an end. Right now, you've been in a storm so long, and it seems as if God has forsaken you, or even forgotten you. And you're always asking the golden question, Lord, how long will this storm last? How long before we're going back to work? How long before... The island opened back. How long before tourists start coming again? How long before I can earn a salary? How long before I can pay my bills? How long before? And the Lord says, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Every long rope has an end. So as big as this storm is, and as devastating as it has been so far and will continue to be, there is one thing I know about storms. They always pass over. <laughs> Say that again, preacher. There is one thing I know about storms. They will always pass over. Is there anybody on this line that has been in a storm and you can testify that as bad as it was, it passed? No matter what type of storm they always make their exits. I know the numbers with the pandemic keep rising. I know that some of us know people who are tested positive and even some who have lost their lives. But hear me clearly this day. The pandemic will come to an end. And before I close, I want to just touch what the prophet Isaiah said. 
He said, when, which means that everybody will have a storm. He says, when you pass through, which means the storm is not permanent. <laughs> and then he says, the Lord will be with you. So here are three points I don't want you to miss. When means you're going to hit a storm. Pass through, it has a time limit. The Lord will be with you. God never leave you nor forsake you. Say that again, man of God. When, that means it's going to happen. Pass through, not stagnant. And thirdly, the Lord will be with you. There's a story of a girl and her dad that I've told before, and I feel it's important as I bring this message to close. They were driving cross-country in the U.S., and it is said that in the middle of the country, they ran into a terrible snowstorm, and the daughter was on the wheel, and she said, Dad, let us pull over until the storm is over. Then I asked why. She said, because I can hardly see where I'm going. And look at the many people who are pulling over. Come on, Dad. What are you doing? This storm will take us out. Let us pull over. But the Dad said, no. My child, keep on driving. Why are we taking all this risk, Dad? Trust me, he said. Just keep on driving. I'm told there were times they had to slow down because the vehicle started sliding. But the dad insisted that you must keep on going. Other times they had to speed up to avoid hitting and being hit by other cars. But the instruction was the same. Keep on going. It got so bad that a daughter screamed at her dad and said, Are you trying to get us killed? And he said, my daughter, I've been a great father to you all your life. Why would I do that to you now? And she said, okay, dad, only because you said it, I'm going to keep on driving. After a while, they recognized that the storm had cleared. The father said to his daughter, pull over. She said, what? He said, my daughter, pull over. She said, Dad, you're losing it. While we were in the storm, you said keep on driving. And now we are out of the storm. You want me to pull over. Maybe I need to take you to the doctor for a checkup because I think something is wrong upstairs. After a few minutes of back and forth, she agreed to pull over. Then he said, come out the car. Being a strong-headed daughter, she put up another great fight. But then she came out of the car. He said to his daughter, look back. And she obeyed. He said, what do you see? She said, I see the storm is behind us. He said, is that all? What else do you see? She said, I don't know, dad. He said, baby girl, let me tell you what else is there. The people that pulled over in the storm are still in the storm. Bigger cars, but still in the storm. Have GPS system, but still in the storm. Close to the finish line, but because they stop, they are still in the storm. The Father is God.
the girl is the church. God took time this morning to send me to you to simply say this. It doesn't matter how rough this gets over the next few weeks and months. Whatever you do, do not stop going. Do not stop pushing. Do not stop persevering. Do not stop in the storm. You'll get through this if you keep on praising. You, you'll get through this if you keep on worshiping. You'll get through this if you keep on fasting. You'll get through this if you keep on trusting. You'll get through this if you stop grumbling and complaining and being so wretched and miserable. You'll get through this if you trust the heart and the decision of the Father. Listen to me carefully. We are in a storm. But God reminded us that when we pass through the storm, he will be there with us. I know you're starting to crack. I know you're starting to worry. I know you're starting to get concerned because now your mind is starting to go on numbers. So as I'm getting ready to close, let me talk to your spirit, not your flesh. I know you've looked and see the unemployment numbers in the U.S. is over 22 million and between 07 and 09 when there was the last market crash, only about 16 million lost their jobs and filed for unemployment. I know you're looking where some uh, states are saying we have to extend our lockdown for another month. And other states are saying maybe we have not peaked this yet. I know you're looking where the cupboard is running low. The children are eating more. The refrigerator is empty. I know you're looking where your bank account, all the savings you had is swiftly moving away from you. I know you're looking at everywhere you usually make money is no longer in operation. And at the back of your head, you are beginning to worry because you are telling yourself this storm will take you out. I came as an oracle of God to remind you, if you keep on going, the very God that says when you, which means he doesn't intend to stop us from going through it, but he wants us to pass through it so that when we come on the other side, we can look back like the girl and said, had I stopped in the storm, I would have been stuck in the storm. But because I kept on going, I made it to the other side. This too shall pass. This too shall be over. But for you to make it to the other side, you have to keep going through what we're going through. And then we will see victory at the end of the day. Let us pray. Father, I thank you today for your people. I thank you for this sobering word that you sent to us. I pray now that someone would feel their spirit lifted. That they don't see the bills and the troubles and the heartaches and the pains and the uncertainty. But they see a God who is in total control. Give us the fortitude we need to go through this time. But while we're going through, teach us to appreciate the little things in life. That when we come out, 
we will change our attitude with praise, with worship, with loving people, with treating people right, because we'll understand that sometimes in life, things that looks one way is not that way. Bless us, we pray. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. My brothers and sisters, we're going to get through this. It doesn't matter how dark it looks now. Remember, the darkest hour is just before dawn. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and forevermore. Amen. Go with God, and God go with you. We thank and praise God, amen, for this powerful message, amen. Coming from none other than our pastor, Sherlock Padmore, of the Crisis, the Answer, and Ministry there in the Church of Caicos Island. We want to thank you, Apostle Padmore, for sharing that message with us. We pray that those of you that are listening, amen, will be blessed. Praise God, amen. Knowing that uh, we can get through this storm with the help of the Lord. This is your Apostle Robert Curry. Praise God, amen, your host. Amen. Thank you for joining our broadcast. Amen. The pastor's voice. Amen. On our online radio station, Rejoice. God bless you. We pray that you will have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. And uh, don't forget, amen, to praise Jesus. God bless you. Join us for another episode, amen, of the pastor's voice. Praise God. On our online radio station, amen. God bless you.